will be bestowed upon you this morning in the name of Jesus. The Bible says today you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Amen. Amen. And so it's another one of ages. I bring myself under subjection of the word this morning. May I not be seen, may I not be heard. But may you be heard and may you be seen in the name of Jesus. I am nothing but claim your hand, O Lord. Move me the way that you want, O Lord. Let this mouth of mine be a vessel, sanctified holy for your use this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. Don't let my sin and my imperfection stand in the way of your word this morning in the name of Jesus. May I decrease and may you increase in the name of Jesus. Don't let it be about you, but let it be about you. Prepare us to receive from you this morning and let your words make a meaningful impact in our lives. In Jesus' name we are praying. Amen. Amen. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Shall we be seated? Good morning, brethren. Good morning, Praise the Lord. This morning the Lord wants to talk to us about nevertheless as thy word. Nevertheless, as thy word. The scripture that we just read this morning, we all know that scripture very well. But there are a lot of lessons that we can learn from that scripture. scripture. The word of a man is the man himself. With the same back home where we come from, oh, you better don't believe her word. When he says good morning, go and look at the time. I'm almost sure this afternoon. That person cannot be taken by his word. Another person, when they say, when he says, I'm coming at 2 o'clock, immediately it is 1.55, you begin to expect that person because you know that person is what? A person that keeps his word. Your word makes people to know whether you have integrity or not. Your word defines your personality. Your word defines who you are. So there are some people that their word, you can never take it with a pinch of salt. Some people are not flippant with the word that comes out of their mouth. They are not careless about whatever they say. There are some people that pick their words. Why? Because they mean what they say. Their words are not just empty words. They are words carrying power. Whether diabolical power, whether the power from God. Such people, their words mean a lot. And there are some people that even when they pray for you, you say, who, is, who prays for you? Oh, you better go your way. Go and pray yourself. Why? Because their words cannot be taken with a pinch of salt. But we have read this one says, Nevertheless, at thy word. Whose word are we talking about? Is it the word of a human being? Or the word of God? Or the word of your pastor? Or the word of your general overseer? Whose word are we talking about this morning? When we talk about what? For you to believe that word, you have to look at the life of the person that is speaking the word to you. What kind of life is he or she living? When, is, when, when words come out from the mouth of a drunkard, what kind of word is it going to be? It's going to be the word that's under the influence of alcohol. When words come out from the mouth of somebody that is filled, that just eating a bowl of hundred yam. So it might probably be the word from the mouth of a person that is not hungry. You understand? When you speak, it should be noted in your words that you are a child of God. Can people take your word to the bank? Can they rely on your word? Can they rely on the word that comes out of your mouth and say, oh, because my sister in Christ has said it, 
kind word. Who spoke that word? Who was it spoken to? Where was it spoken? What did he say? We are going to look at all that this morning. Amen. Amen. He was talking about the head and said, Father, speak to me. I want to hear your word. Not the word from the pastor, but me. Speak to me. Mention your name. Say, Father. Father in the name of Jesus, speak to me. I want to hear you. For the entrance of your word brings light. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. From the scripture that we read, can you pull it up again? Luke chapter 5, verses 1 to 11. The first part of that scripture. Luke chapter 5. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, they pressed upon him, they were eager to hear the word of God. He says, when you go to the house of the Lord, are you joyful to hear his word? When the word of God is being spoken, what goes through your mind? Are you happy to hear the word of God? They said, they pressed upon him, pressed upon him, they gathered around him. They were eager, they were happy. They wanted to hear him speak that word. They did not want the word to come from an adulterated mouth. They wanted to come from the mouth of Jesus because they knew who Jesus was. They pressed upon him. They squished themselves together. They built around him like an ant around a bowl of sugar. They wanted to hear the word of God. James 1 22 says, Be hearer of the word. Don't only be the hearer, but also the doer of the word. They pressed around him, but we are the doer of the word. Every Sunday, you come to church. Every week, you hear the word of God. Every day, you read things about God. Every minute of the day, if you are a child of God, you hear the word of God. Are you a doer of the word? Is that what? with 
because you are around that sort that will tell you that you are going to go in again. Just go and dance. Nothing is going to go on. You need to come against that voice today. As I say, as today, I will have the word of God to have an impact in my life. Since you gave your life to Christ, what word of God or which words of God have had an impact in your life? In that, that 11, sorry, in those 11 verses, it was only Peter that had the word of God and became a doer of the world. That is why miracles are no longer milk for children of God. They are no longer what is with us 24-7. I'm talking about miracles that speak. around Jesus Christ to hear the word of God. That is the portion of some people. They live near the church. They live near the pastor. The pastor lives in their house. The Bible is for everybody to go and buy and read. But yet, we are by the lake minding our own business. Minding our own business. That word is not for me. I'm not, it's not my own. I, did I kill Jesus? Peter was standing by the lake. The fishermen were washing their nets. They were not paying attention. What is that thing in the world that has taken your attention away from the world of life that can liberate you? The cares of this world. Peter was concerned about their inability to catch a fish. They were going home empty-handed because they did not call upon the creator of man. The creator of the fish to give them fish to take home. Peter was concerned about what is he going to tell Mrs. Peter when he gets home. That Mrs. Peter, I'm sorry, there is no fish for you to go and sell. So there is no money for the children's school fees. We are asked. The giver of life, the giver of the fish, 
they did not go to him. President, if your life, how can you be under the orange tree and you will not be able to pluck a good one to drink or to suckle on? The word of God is made available to each and every one of us now. There are so many ways that you can read the Bible. On your phone, go buy a single Bible. On your tablet, you can always read the word of God. But we are busy, men are busy, washing their nets, looking at them with their knees that will not do anybody any good. Sorry to say this, I was on social media, I saw a lady, a youth cover. They showed her in a copper uniform and also in the in the coffin, in a copper, in a copper uniform. I'm like, okay, after all the years she has been in the university, where is the ending now? In a casket with a copper uniform. Minding the things of the world that will not give anybody any joy. Temporary joy. Go to verse 3. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Verse 3. And he entered into one of the ship which was Simon and prayed me that he would trust out a little from the land and he sat down and got the people out of the ship. And in that other version they began. And prayed me. See? God identified something in the life of Peter. If you are rightly positioned, even if the word of God is not still effective in your life. If you are rightly positioned, Jesus Christ will bring you out of the crowd. Why did you tell people that you are, that are Christ around you that you gave a whole new worship for me? But he identified Simon Peter because he saw the intention of his heart. Is your heart pure today? Are you rightly positioned? Peter was rightly positioned around that time, probably a church was probably money. Because they are told all night. They are fished all night. Peter at that point in time was frustrated, was discouraged, was not even bothered. He did not even want to hear anything. But the, are you, do you have another version for me? Yes. Go ahead. Stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, its owner, to push it out into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there. Okay, and he just that he said, stepping into the boat again. Jesus asked Simon, mm -hmm. its owner, mm -hmm. to push it out okay. into the water. Jesus asked Simon, the owner of the boat, to do what? Push it into the water. Simon could have said, excuse me. Please. There are times when things are so bad that people miss their hour of visitation because of their attitude. There are times when you are so frustrated, discouraged, sad, depressed, and you miss your visitation because of your attitude to your helper. Peter said, excuse me, I know you are Jesus, but just if you, do you know how to fish? Are you a fisherman? Have you ever been on a boat before? If you use this boat and it breaks, you are going to be in trouble. No. He just asked and said, he just pushed it into the water. So that people that are present around Jesus Christ would not dis disturb his ministration. Brethren, our attitude as children of God has been a lot of people to miss their hour of station, has made people to miss their destiny helper. Well, let it be seen around you that you carry something that is giving you peace. Don't let your position come out of the open and 
can transfer your revelation on other people. If you see the difference between Peter and the man by the pool of Bethsaida, Peter obeys. He pushed the boat inside the water. But the man by the pool of Bethsaida was waiting to be held. Peter had a part to play in his own destiny. He did what? He pushed into the water. You have a part to play. And the part that I'm going to play, just Jesus is not going to play it for you. You submit. Let him see that you are interested in what in the memory of your life, so to speak. I don't find that English. Peter did what? He pushed into the water. Peter did not disturb Jesus Christ. He allowed that word. And I'm sure that he was watching his death. The word was what? Sinking. Sinking. Breaking asunder. Destroying of the obstruction. Destroying discouragement in the life of Peter. And as he was carrying that word, it must have been doing what? Convicting him of the need to follow Christ. To be a fisherman. That word, unknown to Peter, must have begun to go to his foundation and to put every form of what? resistance to the word of God. To some people, the word has almost immediately. But as it comes to some, it is slow acting. Why? Because they are working, every one of us, they are working in progress. But the level of our heart, the state of our heart, it differs. So some, the word really can't reach them. But to some, it's going to be a gradual process. Like me, it was a gradual process. When I was in college, right from my first year in college, I had friends that were deeper life, that were easy. They told me, I need to give you an African. I said, no, not until I'm married. But I know, I know what they were saying was the truth. Because even at home, my father and my mother would tell me, the life of a child of God is supposed to be pure and holy. I will never forget that afternoon. 
I was lying down. It was a Saturday afternoon. I can't remember the date. I was lying down. I was the only one at school. And I felt something come over me. I began to shiver. I began to speak like I thought I was crazy. And I thought I was going crazy. Because I had myself speaking in a language I could not understand. I did not know it then. Or the letter that I know. So this is what it means. Brethren, for so for some people, it's a gradual process. So for Peter that day, the one was already breaking down every word of resistance in him. Until the point, let us go. Verse 4, with me. Yes, ma'am. Verse 4, verse 4, verse 4. Verse 4. Now, when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Lock unto the deep and let down your nest for a drop. Do not despise or discard any message coming from any man or woman of God. Make sure, however, but make sure you pray that this word that I'm hearing, I'm going to hear, is it coming from you? Why did he diligently serve him? Hebrew 11, 5. Or Hebrew 11, 6. Why did he diligently serve him? Or diligently seek him? He will be found by you. When he left speaking, he said unto Simon, meaning that Simon was listening to Christ, maybe not 100%, to the point that Jesus said, Lord, into the deep. Simon, I have finished with your. Have you finished washing your nest? Okay. That same nest, throw it again into the deep. Simon could have said, excuse me, number one, are you a fisherman? Number two, if you don't know anything about fishing, it is early in the morning. And you cannot catch fish at this point in time because they can see the light. You only fish at night. You throw your nest into the fish in the, uh, into the water at night. And then in the morning, you pull it out. Because they would have entered the nest. But now it is daybreak. How can you tell me to launch where? Into the deep. It means that keep digging until you find that word that will minister to your life. Keep digging. Keep serving. Keep trusting. Keep thanking him. Until the day he will answer your prayer. You have not sat enough. That's why I said, launch where? Into the deep. Where it is deeper, go deeper, go deeper in your service. Go a step more, go a step further. Seek me the more. Maybe you are going to be fasting for one day in the month. Now do more. You are going to be doing video one day in the month. Now do what? Do more. Launch deeper and let down your neck for a drop, for a big catch. Sir, I don't think you know what you are talking about. For a big word, a big catch. Which next? One that has heard. But then, at thy word, I will obey. Verse 6. Sorry, verse 5. Verse 5. Quickly, quickly, please. And Simon actually said unto him, Master, we have called all night. Jesus, I have done everything that I know how to do. I have Into the deep. Do what? Do more. Not until that word 
Isaiah. Would you understand what you need to do more? And the word will strike you. And you run with that word. And you hear a word. It might just be you driving your car. And you listen to a message. And one word will strike you. And you run with it. The word that struck Peter was launched into the deep. Peter said, Master, we have told all night. He said, Pray more. For I have been praying now. Jesus Christ told Peter what Peter knew how to do. What he had done before. Not what he had never done. What he had done before. Not what he had not done, but what he had done before. Meaning that, what are you doing now? That you think you have done enough. Do it what? Do it more. That is the message to all of us this morning. What are you doing? Do it the more.
not possible. But tell me, with God, all things are possible. Many said in the book of John, John chapter 2, in the way they came out, came out them, he said, whatever he tells you to do, please do. So the disciples, when there was no more wine, if many had not told them that, whatever he tells you to do, please do, they would have said, Mommy, come and tell your son, oh. he said, you want to fill pot of pot with water. We are saying there is no one. He said, go and fill with water. But when he said, whatever he tells you to do, please do. How much of the word of God are you alive to have an impact even upon your life? Upon my life. What are those things that I said? Like I told you, the word of a man shows the man's integrity. The word of God proves that God is a man of integrity. That is to be believed, is to be trusted. So if you can trust the word of an ordinary man, how much more the word of God has spoken to you? If he said it is well with you, believe it is well. It might not be well right now, but believe that he that has said it is what is is has said is well with you. The Bible says in the book of Samuel that the word of God was a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. That is the word of God for you. Showing you what to do, where to go, and what not to do. He told Peter, launch into the deep. Extend your faith deeper. Believe in me and you will see the word of God. Believe in the word of God and it will turn around for you. But if you don't believe the word, how can the word have an effect upon your life? If I don't believe the word, how can the word have a meaningful impact in my life? If I don't believe the word, how can the word make a difference in my life? Go to verse 6. Verse 6. And when they had done this, after they had believed, see, after they believed, after they acted, after they acted, you may not see the miracle until you take the first step of faith. You may not see the miracle until you do what? Take the first step of faith. Until you do what? Until you submit. He said, I told us the story here before. 1980, sorry, 1994, 1995, early in the morning, I was doing my devotion, and the Lord told me two things. I will never forget that story I'm telling you. He told me two things. I was looking for two things. I told you how to get there. I believed one, I did not believe the other one. Alas, the one I did not believe never came to pass. But the one I believed, I'm telling you. I had gone there and told us again. I was looking for an office. An office building. I had gone to this particular complex. And the person I met that said, told me how much the rent was. And I said, that is too much for me to pay. But the next morning when I was doing my devotion, the Lord told me, go back there. And I like, go back there. He said, the, the space you are looking for is between so 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 and so so area. I said, I have gone there several times. Only one place is vacant. And the place that is vacant, I cannot afford it. He said, go back there. So I obeyed. And I drove my car to that place that I went the previous day. And as I drove, I met the owner of the property. I did not meet him the other day. I met another tenant who told me how much they were paying and how much the things that the rent was at that point in time. But the second day when I went according to the instruction of the Lord, I now met the owner of the property and said, Madam, 
have to know today. Not knowing that God was using my pregnancy <laughs> as, as something that would bring favors to me. I was pregnant. He said, my dad, so you can climb this staircase. How much do you want to pay? I said, I don't want to pay so and so amount. I did not tell you the 20,000 naira. From the value, they are not the guy who told me the other He said, I said, can you pay that? I said, yes. Are you sure? Yes. Madam, are you sure? He said, okay, come and pay. Because I believed and I acted. If I did not ask, if they did not ask, they would not ask. They said, they closed a great multitude of fishes and their next break. Because they acted. One thing, one thing is for you to hear the word. Nevertheless, I will believe you. 
Philippians chapter 4, verse 13 says, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Brethren, if you had here this morning, you are finding it difficult to believe the word of God. Remember that scripture says, I can do all things through Christ. You cannot do it all yourself, but through Christ. Who is Christ? The word of God. Who is Christ? The creator. Who is Christ our Savior? Never be less, Pastor. As thy word I will believe. I believe. Yes, Lord, I believe. Yes, Lord, I believe. It is well with me. In the name of Jesus, I believe. Yes, Lord, I believe. Yes, Lord, I believe. It is well with me. There is no more sorrow. I believe. Yes, Lord, I believe. Yes. Is a clock that is 
in life. For people that are not talking about this world, you want to be the kind of person who will tell you that the word of God is what is really that perfect. Amen. Brethren today, I've told us what the Lord wants us to say. Nevertheless, at thy word. Nevertheless, at thy word. Nevertheless, at thy word. Nevertheless, Jesus knows what you are going through. What you think is not useful is useful in the hands of God. In the hands of God. Amen. Amen. In summary, before we start to pray, we need to find. We have found out that sometimes, even if our head knowledge says to us not to do the task ahead of us, remember, God is a God of promises. Romans chapter six, chapter five, verse thirty-one. What shall we say then unto these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? We can then say, Philippians 4 13, I can do all things through Christ as strengthens me. Let's stand to our feet. Let us stand to our feet and begin to thank the Lord. He has sent to us to liberate us, to fill us, to give us a new hope, to give us a new life, to give us, to give us an inheritance in Him. Stand to your feet and begin to say, Daddy, I thank you for your word that I've sent to us today. Daddy, I thank you.